Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Strange Matters podcast. Here at Strange Matters, we discuss everything just outside the norm. I'm your host, Sean, joined by my fellow co-host, Eric. Hey, guys. Today, we're going to be discussing one of the more popular conspiracy theories to this day. We're going to be talking all about the Illuminati. Before we get started, this researching the Illuminati was pretty difficult, honestly, because there's so many people out there so many websites just like making fun of the illuminati conspiracy because it's kind of silly if you think about it sometimes but there seems to be a lot of validity to it um but it was really hard to find legitimate information at times because there's so much bs out there yeah it's like half the articles you find are good the other half are just jokes but yeah 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 pretty funny pretty funny jokes but still yeah i mean the, the the whole concept is pretty vast so there's a ton of information um and also, before we start, we'd like to thank our listener, Liana, for suggesting this topic. I know it's uh, definitely a big subject nowadays. Definitely. So this this whole episode is going to be devoted to discussing the Illuminati. All right, Eric, you want to get us started? Yeah, so let's go ahead and start with a little bit of the backstory of the Illuminati. So we'll kind of start back um, in, in the history. So the term Illuminati is actually the plural form of of the Latin word, which means enlightened. And this is a massive, famous conspiracy, probably one of the most famous conspiracies. And it has threads going all through history and modern society. It revolves around the idea that this super secret society has penetrated various aspects of the government, economy, business, and even the entertainment industry in hopes of achieving world domination. Yeah, I mean, just as we've already discussed, it's certainly one of the more popular conspiracy theories of the recent times. Um, Sometimes in the past decades, they've had their own kind of hoaxes or conspiracies of the time, such as Roswell, which we've already covered, the JFK assassination, the moon landing conspiracy, and all that stuff. But as far as, like, the modern age, I'd say the Illuminati is most likely if not the biggest conspiracy theory going on right now. Yeah, I'd definitely argue it's the biggest one out there, um, rivaled by some of the 9-11 conspiracy theories. But interestingly, when you're when researching this, a lot of some of these other conspiracies tie in with the Illuminati, and they're trying to you know, talk, chalk up the JFK assassination to being related to the Illuminati, the moon landing, stuff like that. So it all kind of links together. Yeah, virtually every ongoing or past conspiracy you can somehow drag the illuminati into it as we'll discuss as we go on so yeah so whether you believe all the hype about it or not it would appear that some world leaders have been aware of such powerful organizations for a long time so for starters woodrow wilson who was a former u.s president was quoted as having said since i entered politics i have chiefly had men's views confided to me privately Some of the biggest men in the United States in the field of commerce and manufacture are afraid of somebody, are afraid of something. They know that there is a power somewhere so organized, so subtle, so watchful, so interlocked, so complete, so pervasive, that they had better not speak about their breath when they speak in condemnation of it. So many people believe the Illuminati are a real super-secret society trying to control the world. And then there are those who think it's just a conspiracy theory. So 
To these people, the conspiracy theorists say perhaps it's just the Illuminati fabricating rumors to cover up their own existence and make it appear as though it's just a conspiracy theory, which would certainly be a plan that has worked, because I'd probably say that the majority of Americans don't believe the Illuminati is a live, active organization. Yeah, I'd agree with you. Uh, This whole thing reminds me of a similar situation involving the whole aliens conspiracy, whether they exist or not, or whether the U.S. government is involved in any way. Uh, Some people believe that the government not only accepts people's crazy statements and claims about encountering extraterrestrial life, but actually encourages it in order to kind of hide the fact that aliens or secret government agencies do in fact exist by just basically making these people sound crazy. Uh, We discussed this in our Roswell episode back in the day, but, I mean, some decades ago, the belief in UFOs and aliens wasn't looked down as much as it was today. So, I mean... When all is said and done, if you think about it, for the most part, if anyone would just come forward up to you and say that they saw an alien or had some kind of encounter with some flying craft in the sky, basically anyone would just instantly think they were a nut job. So, I mean, in the same way, if the Illuminati did exist and were behind the scenes pulling the strings like they do, by making themselves kind of into a modern joke and convincing the majority of people they don't exist, it's actually a pretty good strategy just to, to hide out in the open. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And because their history goes so far back that we'll talk about in a little bit, it's kind of hard to to keep it a secret. So like you said, the best way to go about it is to just make it into a giant joke. And that way, if, if anybody actually, you know, comes forth with information, as many people have that we'll discuss, they're just immediately you know, segregated and shunned from society and made out to be crazy. So Yeah, I think that I think it was someone who was talking about like the alien conspiracy, but it was saying that they encourage all this stuff because you could put out nine false statements and then have one true one, but no one's gonna believe it because all they're used to hearing is just the same old crazy BS. Yeah. So same yeah. Th- same thing could be applied to this situation. Yeah. So on that note, we'll go ahead and dive into some of the history about the the real Illuminati society. So this was started in actually 1776 in Bavaria by Adam Weishaupt, who modeled his organization off of the Freemasons, which is another secret society that I don't know much about the Freemasons, but I think there's a little bit more legitimacy to the modern day Freemasons. Um, However, many people believe that the Illuminati had actually infiltrated the Freemasons. Um, So later in 1785, the Duke of Bavaria banned secret societies because he was afraid that they might overthrow the government. Um, And this action kind of forces Weishaupt to have to flee to Germany, where he began to go on and expand his philosophies on world domination in Germany. Right. Yeah, it seems this the whole Enlightenment area around the 1700s, um, around this time, is where you see like a large number of these so-called secret societies really start. Yeah. I mean, some of these groups, they had different messages and philosophies. Uh, some were kind of pro-religion or pro-government. Others were opposite, fighting to suppress it. And they all had their own kind of secret rituals and rite of passages for people to join. But I think it's easy to see why people would want to join such an exclusive group. 
Um, it's an easy way to meet with like-minded individuals without having to fear prosecution for what you're, you know, what you believe in. And also, I think just just about everybody would like the chance to be part of some kind of powerful ultra-secret organization like the Illuminati. Exactly, and I mean to be part of something big and play a huge role in it, you got to get in with it early. So yeah, I mean the Illuminati pretty quickly grew and spread throughout Europe. And a lot of conspiracy theorists believe that they are actually the cause of the French Revolution, which is a, a fair stretch. But most historians, um, I think, tend to find this theory unlikely. But due to the connections between the Illuminati and the Freemasons, which many of the American founding fathers were members of, the Freemasons, um, many theorized that the Illuminati had a lot to do with the inception and development of America itself. And it it kind of makes sense. I mean, this, this Illuminati was founded in 1776. So, I mean, that was when our Declaration of Independence was born. And, I mean, that's, that's kind of a fragile time in our development. Yeah, it's kind of when you see, like, you know, all these revolutions taking place, kind of monarchs being overthrown. So if there was somebody kind of behind the scenes kind of making all these events kind of happen during the same time. I mean, that's one possibility, or it could just be that people were just starting to think differently and act differently. Yeah, yeah. And some of the support for this theory that the Illuminati was engaged in the development of America, if you think about it, I mean, the symbols of the Illuminati, which we'll talk about a little bit, they're everywhere. Like the all-singing eye, you know, it's on the U.S. dollar bill, and there's all kinds of symbols in in Washington, D.C., stuff like that. Um, and it's kind of scary to me, given that, you know, this would probably indicate that they're they're deeply intertwined in our current, like, state of affairs since they've been with us from the very beginning. You know, it's hard to separate something like that if it's rooted in our history. Yeah, I mean, if they are, in fact, the ones who were kind of guiding the founding fathers along, kind of setting up a supposedly free nation, but one in which they would control. Yeah, because we know that the Founding Fathers, a lot of them were Freemasons. There's there's a lot more legitimacy to the Freemasons. Yeah, they were more of a public group, but some say that the Illuminati might have their own influence on them. So Right. So if the Illuminati were influencing the Freemasons, and the Freemasons are our Founding Fathers, then it, it kind of makes sense for them to just be locked in there. But Right. Yeah, I'd see it. Um, I know you you just mentioned the all-seeing eye. So, I mean, for those wondering, ever wonder what that really was about on the, the dollar bill, the official explanation is that the so-called all-seeing eye it represents the eye of providence, and it's basically a sign that God is watching over our country, or the United States. However, as we've mentioned, we're starting to get into kind of these symbols, and the seeing eye and the triangle and pyramids and all that stuff are also symbols that are associated with groups like the Freemasons and the Illuminati. So it doesn't take too much thought when you start to theorizing about these possible connections and influences, such as these secret groups that, you know, maybe they did have their hand in forming the United States. Right. So needless to say, the Illuminati have been accused of being responsible for all sorts of cataclysmic events that have affected the world ranging from the Great Depression to the World Wars, and it's also linked to other conspiracies 
about a new world order involving a single world government, religion, and financial system. And that's kind of a common theme as we go through discussing the Illuminati. Is It, it, it seems like their ultimate objective is to take over the world, to implement this new world order, a unified government, a single religion, and a single financial system. And just to kind of ultimately exert their control that way. I would say, um, yeah, I mean, the New World Order in in and of itself would probably take a whole episode to just dive into all the things that people theorize that would bring with it. Right. And another theme you'll see as we go through this is that many, like this, this, you know, Christian versus satan um theme and many christians fear that this organization may be intertwined with the coming of the antichrist that if if you've read any of the bible was prophesied in the book of revelation so others believe that the Illuminati have you know infiltrated every level of society worldwide international organizations like nato the vatican and also like hollywood and global online media markets facebook stuff like that this makes it easier for them to keep their affairs secret you know because if they control the media then that's that's the key right there yeah ultimately controlling the media because if you can control the media then you can influence how people think i was gonna say yeah you're deciding what goes out and what people should know exactly exactly and people believe what they hear in the news i mean we don't have any choice ultimately i mean whether you you listen to fox news whether you listen to cnn i mean unless you're cross-referencing this this information you just take it at face value we don't have much choice so yeah um so from a more modern perspective we've we've talked a lot about the history and the the upbringing of the illuminati organization so some some kind of concrete logistical things this organization is actually made up of a kind of cultish three-tier hierarchy so class one illuminati is called the nursery which contains the novitiate or the minerval and also the illuminatus minor so to get into this level you have to be tapped or invited by one of the already initiated Illuminati members. And then you begin a period that's like it's like one to three year trial um, where they basically see if they like you and if you're fitting into this little fraternal order. I was going to say it sounds like a souped up fraternity or something. Yeah, it really does. It's kind of serious. It's like you got to drink enough beers to fit in with this, this Illuminati gang or whatever it's kind of silly if you think about it but i mean hey that's how things are organized i mean we got the same kind of organization in our military and our government everything but yeah this is definitely taking it down a notch um definitely seems like some sort of college fraternity so once you've grown out of the nursery after this one to three year trial period you move on to class two which is the masonic grades and this includes subgrades um, so there's the apprentice subgrade, companion, and also the master subgrade. So you can move from apprentice up to master by following the rules and complying with their rituals. But also if you don't follow the rules or comply with the rituals in any way, the group can punish you or kick you out or you know make an example of you. Again, yeah, this, this whole thing just kind of sounds like a fraternity or something. Yeah, it does. It does. Well, if you don't 
you don't get in a meeting, they're all going to whip your ass or something. Exactly. And then class three is called the mysteries. So priest and prince, and then mage and king. So these are kind of the final stages and include the innermost circle of Illuminati members. So this is kind of like the the top level people in the world. These people, I mean, if if all this stuff is true, these are the people that are really controlling the world. You know, it's not really the president of the United States. It's it's these people. Um, And a lot of people ever since the the one percenter or the 99 percenter term started becoming popular in culture. You know, people pretty much associate this class of the Illuminati with being one percenters, basically. So, oh yeah, I mean they're the the elite of the elite. Yeah, yeah like the the, uh, the super rich, the billionaires, the people who ultimately have control. Yeah, well, I assume they have like, I guess like any cult, they have money funneling in from their lower grades all the way up to them. So, I mean, they're supposedly some of the wealthiest people in the entire world yeah yeah there's a bunch of different symbols and we'd be remiss to not discuss all the symbols around the illuminati but i mean i guess the number one symbol is this all-seeing eye and like sean mentioned earlier it's on the one dollar bill um sean you were saying that on the one dollar bill the u.s government said it's supposed to represent the eye of god yeah well Actually, for the the Illuminati's take on it, is that it actually represents the eye of Lucifer. And it's supposed to be like Lucifer looking over all of his minions, making sure they're they're doing their jobs right and stuff like that. And also, you often see this all-seeing eye uh, kind of in the middle of a triangle. Yeah. Which is another big symbol for the Illuminati. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, the pyramid. So that's kind of... The next most well-known one is that it represents kind of the top-down command structure of the Illuminati that we just discussed. And then there's there's the owl. The owl is the symbol of Minerva, which is the Roman goddess of wisdom. And because the Illuminati kind of viewed themselves as being the wise rulers of the universe, that's where they kind of picked up this owl symbol and there's actually an unbelievably teeny tiny owl on the $1 bill kind of looking at you. Seriously? Yeah, I'm serious. You, I wish you, I had my wallet on me. I want to see that. Yeah, well, I don't have any money in my wallet. But if I did, I'd have to get a magnifying glass out to, to actually see the owl because it's so tiny. And there's also, I mean, you know how people are with the celebrities. There's a tattoo of an owl on Justin Bieber's arm. Yeah, I just I just looked up a picture for anyone wondering if you have a $1 bill, take it out and basically look at the the one in the top right corner and in one of the little curves you'll see like a yeah, like a little tiny tiny owl kind of peeking out. Never noticed that before. Yeah. So, and then fire is of course another example of a Illuminati symbol. The eternal flame is supposed to be a symbol of enlightenment. And one place they have this is on the Statue of Liberty. Um, so when you start, the bottom line is when you start having this many symbols, they're all over society. I mean, you can, you can find fire anywhere. You can find owls all over the place, pyramids even. 
it's pretty much everywhere. I mean, the all-seeing eye is the only one that's really significant. Yeah. But, I mean, it's like, you know, there's fire on the Olympic torch, and people think the Olympics are controlled by the Illuminati. You know, it's, it's it gets kind of kind of extreme. But then, you know, you've got the pentagram, which is another symbol of the Illuminati that represents the practice and promotion of black magic, which is what the Illuminati were supposed to be involved with. And it's also called the sigil of Baphomet, which is a, basically a pentagram with two points up. Um, and this is oftentimes associated with like the goat head that represents Satan and like Beelzebub. And then 666 is the number of the beast and the Antichrist, which like we discussed earlier, is supposed to be linked to the Illuminati. So, yeah, I mean, this this stuff's pretty much everywhere in society. I mean, there's a there's a Route 666 where I'm from, but, I mean, nobody thinks that place is associated with the Illuminati. So, anyways, you get the point. I'll say, um, yeah, I mean, like you're saying, very popular symbols, and like we finished to, these kind of symbols you see in different aspects of, like, America, whether it's on the dollar or... Or like you mentioned, the Statue of Liberty with the flames, or you know, you could say the Pentagon represents the pentagram or something. Um, so there's a lot of little coincidences in here that people like to draw connections to between the Illuminati and then like you know, famous American government stuff. Right, exactly. There's a little bit of evidence that I wanted to discuss specifically regarding the Illuminati. So there's this thing called. The Secret Covenant. This is one of the big things that Illuminati theorists like to promote. And this was an email document that was entitled The Secret Covenant. And it was sent to a G. Edward Griffin from an anonymous writer in March of 2004. So pretty recently, within the last 15 years. And it's believed to have been a blueprint for a master conspiracy to take over the world. The original document was written in 2002 by an anonymous writer, and this document was so convincing that the sender was the the individual who got their hands on the document and emailed it to Mr. Griffin. They were so convinced that it was sent by a member of the Illuminati. So the document starts off like this. An illusion it will be so large, so vast, it will escape their perception. Those who will see it will be thought of as insane. We will create separate fronts to prevent them from seeing the connections between us. We will behave as if we are not connected to keep the illusion alive. Our goal will be to accomplish one drop at a time so as to never bring suspicion upon ourselves. This will also prevent them from seeing the changes as they occur. We will always stand above the relative field of their experience, for we know the secrets of the Absolute. We will work together always and will remain bound by blood and secrecy. Death will come to he who speaks. He will keep their lifespan short and their minds weak while pretending to do the opposite. We will use our knowledge of science and technology in subtle ways so they will never see what is happening. We will use soft metals, aging accelerators, and sedatives in food and water, also in the air. They will be blanketed by poison everywhere they turn. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's that's a pretty flowery speech they've got there. I was going to say that really escalated quickly when they kind of just did vague statements about, you know, controlling things and then jumping right into 
using poisons and aging accelerators. I don't really know where that fits into the whole thing, but yeah, exactly. And it's, I mean, to me, it's like, if this was your master plan, why would you put it all in, (laughs) into a document and then lose the document, especially if it's supposed to be such a huge secret. Yeah. That's like on the introduction card they hand out to all the new members. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And people like leave them at bus stops and stuff on accident. Yeah, But the document ends like this. This is the secret covenant by which we shall live the rest of our present and future lives. For this reality will transcend many generations and lifespans. This covenant is sealed by blood, our blood. We, the ones who from heaven to earth came. This covenant must never, ever be known to exist. It must never, ever be written or spoken of. For it is, the consciousness it will spawn will release the fury of the prime creator upon us, and we shall be cast to the depths from whence we came, and remain there until the end of time of infinity itself. So, like I said, unfortunately for whoever wrote this, it is known to exist, and it's on the internet. So, that's pretty, it seems a little convenient to me, almost too convenient, like somebody was just kind of encouraging this this uh, fad. Yeah, I mean, disregarding the authenticity, whether it's valid or whatever, um, I'm pretty sure anybody could kind of come up with this. Yeah. It's mostly just vague statements with a few, you know, biblical references thrown in there. Yeah, it is. It's really vague. Um, you know, the part about the prime creator and from heaven to earth came makes it seem you know, kind of like extraterrestrials or something. And there are some religious references in there, but it's, it doesn't really seem to, to line up. And I read through the whole thing, you know, it's, it's mostly just like you said, vague plans on how they were going to control the world. But I tend to agree with Mr. Griffin's response to the woman who sent him this email with the secret covenant. And he believed that this document was not authentic as do I, Although it's still very interesting. So first off, it's far too simplistic of a strategy for taking over the world. It's vague and it just discusses these non-specific poisons uh, that they'll use to take over the world and how they must never, ever know what they are or, you know, will all be undone. So I don't know. I mean, if you're going to have a master blueprint, I mean, there's really no reason for them to put this on paper because it's so dumb yeah it's like like you said there's no it's obvious i want like a five point outline of what they plan to do yeah it's just all vague boisterous stuff it's kind of like the stuff you'd hear like presidential say to you know it's just pandering to people but it's really nothing specific right and the the other thing is who would lose a document of this importance especially you know given it has such condemning speech in it I mean, you're sophisticated enough to be able to slip poison into the water supply and create currency for the New World Order, but you can't keep track of a single stray document. So, anyways, I didn't really buy into that. They came out in 2004. So, moving on to our next piece of Illuminati evidence. Uh, This one's pretty interesting. This is the story of Svali, who is supposed to be a former Illuminati programmer in san diego and this uh female 
used to be a trainer and programmer in the cult of the Illuminati. And a programmer, if you're not familiar with it, is basically someone that assists with the brainwashing of people in order to make them more susceptible to the ways of whatever cult it is that they are involved with. Um, so essentially it's hardwiring hard a person's brain to convert them into the ways of the cult. Yeah, this is something that's fairly common in a large number of cults. Uh, and in order to keep the followers in line once they have committed themselves, there are a number of techniques typically used to kind of brainwash or break down someone's will or psyche until they are pretty much either unwilling or incapable of actually defecting from whatever cult or organization. This can involve either direct brainwashing, such as this Svali woman was apparently in charge of, and also other less invasive methods like getting your clients or getting your members hooked on dependent drugs or overworking them and limiting their sleep or just creating an atmosphere environment where members are encouraged to tattle on defectors. So basically you're just keeping these a tight-knit community where basically you know you have to keep things secret or something bad is going to happen to you. Yeah, so in the case of the Illuminati, this is what Zvali did. Her job was to basically use whatever means necessary to make these people, you know, totally inhibited. So, however, now she claims to have broken free of the Illuminati's grasp and is now helping others to escape from similar situations. So, Zvali is one of many individuals who have claimed to escape the clutches of the Illuminati and are now spilling their guts to the world regarding their master plan. Yeah, I, she could also be one of many types of person who is making just the best of a situation and trying to cash in on this recent popularity with this secret organization. I mean, you see the same type of thing with serial killers when people come out and write a book or make a TV appearance saying they survived an encounter with a dangerous killer. But basically, just in reality, they're just making up the whole thing for a little fame and money. So, I mean, that could just be what she's doing, just trying to spin a little story to get some extra cash. That's true. She definitely, you know, sold a couple books about the the incident. But in some of her work, she claims that the Illuminati are planning to take over the world and establish a new world order around the middle of the century. So, pretty specific. I mean, we've heard claims like this. You know, something was supposed to happen in 2012 from the Mayans. So, I don't know. I mean, middle of the century is pretty nonspecific, but I guess I'll keep my eyes peeled for an oppressive regime taking over the entire world. Yeah. But according to Svali, they have been receiving funds secretly from all over the Northern Hemisphere and secretly merging their idealist regimen with other world religions and organizations. She opens up about the connections with financial institutions and educational institutions all across the world and the Illuminati's involvement with them. And she believes that the Illuminati is controlling not only the education of our children, but also the political aspects and the financial world as well. She also states that they are slowly turning our society to immorality and sin and that the only way to prevent them from succeeding is to turn to God and Christianity in an attempt to right ourselves. So that's kind of the, the theme that I was mentioning earlier. This is pretty common throughout the whole Illuminati conspiracy, is that it's, it's Satan and sin versus Christianity and God. Right. 
So Savali has gone on to publish a book and various online articles detailing the purpose, structures, and organizations that make up the infrastructure of the Illuminati. There's a ton of interesting information out there. The question is, do we believe in like heed her warnings or do we dismiss them as nothing more than mere conspiracy theories? Well, I'd say there's kind of two sides. I mean, I would say if the Illuminati did exist, if she was any actual threat, and they were as powerful as everyone's claiming them to be, I think she would just be wiped off the face of the earth without a trace. Right. Or she's putting all this stuff out, and once again, kind of like we talked about earlier, where her stuff sounds so crazy that no one's really taking it seriously, and it just makes the idea of the Illuminati even more far-fetched. That's true. So they, so they actually like allow it, and they're encouraging because, like, you know, go ahead, put it all out there, no one's going to believe you, and no one's going to see us coming. Well, that's that's the thing, though. Is she's this is some of the most damning evidence for the existence of the Illuminati. And you know, if this is the best that people can come up with, then if the Illuminati was really concerned about it, then yeah, you would think the first thing that you said they would have just wiped her off the face of the planet, and nobody would have known she would have ever existed. Um, so I don't know. Maybe they're not real. Maybe the Illuminati isn't real at all anymore. Or maybe they're just not as powerful as we think they are. Maybe it is real. Who knows? So personally, I believe there's a, fa a fair amount of substance to some of the things that she says and a fair amount of logic to the kind of entire situation. I mean, I don't, why wouldn't someone helping on world domination establish some sort of super secret organization to accomplish their master scheme? It seems highly probable that there are people out there who are able to control the media. I mean, like we were saying, we witness this every day when we watch the news, whether it's CNN or Fox. You know, there's bias on both sides. But the bottom line is that there are people in charge. They have an agenda, and they're only going to report the news that helps accomplish their agenda. And I don't think anybody really disputes that. But it seems only natural that once this has been accomplished – that they would move on to other financial institutions and begin controlling the economy and the government and trade and the banks and everything from there on out. And there definitely seems to be similarities between what Svali states and predictions from the biblical book of Revelations, which do describe the Antichrist and the end of times and stuff like that. Yeah, and this kind of – just because there are so many supposed um, secret members – I mean, you're going to have these members of Illuminati in all sorts of fields, like, you know, banking industry. You're going to have some in politics, some in the media. So if you actually have these members all there, you don't even need to convince others. You just need to give, you know, the higher-ups just need to give orders to your minions who are already, you know, planted in these areas. And, I mean, there you go. Right, exactly. I mean, really, yeah, I mean, if you, you're the if you're the Illuminati and you have a few famous news anchors in your pocket, I mean, you're controlling what's getting put out there. Yeah, totally. So, I mean, this all kind of makes sense in theory. Personally, I think the, the arguments for the Illuminati's existence are a little bit weak. Not the arguments, but the evidence for the existence of the Illuminati is a little weak. So, you know, kind of, where's the real evidence? So, besides the few people who claim to have been witness witnesses to these things firsthand, the bottom line is that the Illuminati really did exist at one point. 
and whether they tapered off or continued to exist is a mystery at this point. However, secrecy is supposed to be their greatest weapon, and I guess it would be in their best interest to kind of paint individuals like Savali as lunatics and conspiracy theorists. Um, but in modern times, there have been reports of many secret organizations that claim to be descendants of the original Bavarian Illuminati. However, there is little evidence to substantiate any claim that these organizations exhibit any sort of political control in the world. And probably the most damning piece of evidence against these posers is that they don't tend to strive towards secrecy, but rather they promote and advertise themselves as being related to the Illuminati in an attempt to attract more members. Yeah, I think that's kind of what we were mentioning, or what I mentioned earlier. It's probably just a few guys trying to start their own cults or something. Yeah. And just using the Illuminati as a stepping stone for them to get a little bit of power and a little bit of money. Right. And I was reading about one organization that was essentially just a group of people who, they were the first people to get their hands on the Illuminati name after the Bavarian Illuminati. And it was basically just a group of rich guys that got together to drink. And once they started getting all this bad press and the Illuminati really picked up, they disbanded and got rid of it. But I think that pretty much describes most of the organizations these days. All right, so we discussed the history, some of the theories, and what little evidence there is. Now we're going to transition into how the Illuminati is seen or acts in modern culture. So, I mean, whether you take it seriously or think the whole thing's a joke, I'm sure most people have heard claims, rumors, or, you know, different jokes or memes that the Illuminati is controlling pop culture and the media in a way to subliminally control the masses. So nowadays, it's not uncommon to see some type of ritualistic symbols, you know, the seeing eyes or the triangles or pyramids and modern popular music videos and artwork. You know, there's been a number of popular movies and books recently about these secret societies like the National Treasure movies and the Da Vinci Code. So the concept behind this is that this secret group uses some of the biggest stars and celebrities of the day to help control and influence the media and to get their own messages out to the people. So there's been a pretty good number of famous modern pop stars and elites who are actually rumored to be linked in some way to the Illuminati. These people include Kanye West, Katy Perry, Beyonce, Jay-Z, Christina Aguilera, LeBron James, the Kardashians, and even the president himself, Barack Obama. So these rumors are mostly due to statements they have made or how they act, or or most of the time using Illuminati or Freemasonry symbols in their acts or their music videos or performances. So basically, anyone who has had any amount of success or fame in their lives can probably be accused of being a puppet for the Illuminati. I mean, for researching this, I was finding celebrities who supposedly have ties to the Illuminati, and it's basically everyone who's famous. So yeah, I, it's kind of don't it's kind of far fetched. Don't, don't forget about Justin Bieber. He has a tattoo of a owl oh, yeah. on his arm. So mm-hmm. that's yeah, for the Biebs. Slam dunk. He's definitely in the Illuminati. Yeah. He's one of the high ups, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, with rumors of how these people joined the Illuminati or being controlled, I mean, they range from them being recruited or 
some say that they even had to make blood sacrifices or had a family member die in order to join the Illuminati. So I guess that's the price to pay for fame. At this point, if there is indeed a secret society, they are doing, a, in my opinion, an awful job of keeping things under wraps. I mean, I don't think it's possible for this secret group to get subliminal messages out as basically any time... <laughs> You know, if anyone on YouTube, if they spot anything resembling a triangle on some sort of video, they start just shouting, Illuminati confirmed. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Just like you said, there's triangles everywhere. There's fires everywhere. There's all kinds of stuff. So, I mean, when you've got as many symbols as the Illuminati have, then, yeah, they're going to be all over the place. Yeah, definitely. And this is kind of the crap I was running into trying to research the Illuminati. It's just there's so much BS out there about it. Yeah, it's it's hard to find actual something of substance when the majority of the stuff is either just silly or joking around, which is maybe what they want. Who knows? And then there's another popular theory uh, revolving around how the Illuminati is controlling the modern culture is that supposedly they are behind some of the more recent infamous celebrity deaths. And so... Supposedly, the Illuminati's had their hand in the deaths of people such as Bruce Lee and his son Brandon, Michael Jackson, John Lennon, Kurt Cobain, Tupac, and already there's unfortunate rumors spreading that they are involved with the recently deceased Prince. So the, the thought behind this is that since the secret organization is controlling the media and the celebrity world, these people either had to pay tribute or go along with the group's overall commands. And then once these celebrities either start to disobey or they try to break off or to they think they're going to start revealing the secrets of the Illuminati, they are then killed off in some mysterious or accidental way. So, I mean, that's what you have, like, Michael Jackson, you know, with the mix-up with the medication and stuff. People think that the Illuminati poisoned him on purpose. Mm. I don't know for what reason, but... but... Clever, yeah. Mm. Well, he was getting out of hand. He was, uh, I mean, it seems pretty obvious to me. He was probably breaking ranks or something like that, and they figured it was time for Michael Jackson to go. Yeah. I can't, I can't believe there are no Michael Jackson fans in the Illuminati, people that just love his music, that wouldn't <laughs> just want to rise up in defense. That would... That would tear the Illuminati apart, you would think, but... Yeah, I was going to say, I think there's probably more Michael Jackson fans that would, the Illuminati can control, so... Yeah, I mean, besides celebrities, the Illuminati is also rumored to be responsible for the deaths of, I mean, pretty big world leaders and influential people. Um, supposedly they had Martin Luther King Jr. killed, and even presidents such as Abraham Lincoln and John F. Kennedy and pretty much all the Kennedys also. So, I mean, it, it's basically... I mean, it's a problem with this theory, like we've been saying, is literally every famous person or important person in history can somehow be tied to the Illuminati. It, it, it's just... I, in my mind, it's just... I just don't see... True, but, you know, to play devil's advocate, I mean, just because people say, oh, the Illuminati killed Prince doesn't mean it's true when in reality the Illuminati might have killed Bruce Lee or you know John Lennon or something like that so I mean just because there's like you were saying earlier if nine out of ten reports are false then people are going to take the tenth report that's true 
and cast it aside as garbage because there's just just because the sheer volume of crap out there about the Illuminati, people are just kind of lumping it into a category. Oh, it's the Illuminati conspiracy theorists again. Here they come. Yeah, I mean that's that's a, that's a good point. I wasn't even thinking about that. I mean, I guess you figure if they do control the media, I'm sure they can pay a couple, you know, bums just to endlessly write articles online about all this silly stuff so no one's going to buy it seriously. Yeah, exactly. And then they can waltz in and, you know, kill a president. And then everyone's like, oh, it's the Illuminati, ha ha ha. But actually it was, who knows. All right, so that's basically just the whole, that's the gist of the Illuminati. Uh, I guess I'll just throw in my final final opinion. I, mean, I just think it's all more likely just, you know, fun conjectures or theories that people kind of come up with. I, I just haven't really seen any tangible evidence to give it any support at all, but then maybe that's the point. Um, I just kind of think the idea of some kind of super secret global organization is a little too much like something cartoon villains would put together. It just seems extremely far-fetched that basically any famous person who has ever died can somehow be found with supposed supposed Illuminati links. But then on the other hand, I would not find it unbelievable that there is some sort of behind-the-scenes groups that is influencing in some way modern politics and the culture and celebrities maybe i mean whether that's the illuminati or just something like a big business though i have no idea so yeah exactly so personally i think there's a large amount of validity to the concept of a super secret organization pulling the strings behind the u.s government or you know all the world governments i think it makes a lot of sense in theory like you said, Sean, I don't think there's any super tangible evidence out there. But yeah, that might be the point. That's probably they're probably paying a lot of money to keep it that way. Um, the other thing is, okay, so if these people are this this secret organization really exists, whether you want to call it the Illuminati, whether it's linked to the original Bavarian Illuminati, or whether it's something totally different. You know, what is their real motive? Are they really out there to oppress the world and control us and, you know, poison us like that the secret covenant, like the secret covenant says, are they trying to poison us and kill us and stuff like that to oppress us and keep us in control? Yeah, who knows? Maybe they're just trying to control the money. But I mean, it's kind of like, that's kind of the question for all all these things is what's what's people's motive so no no so that's it for this episode of the strange matters podcast if you enjoyed our episode or want to send feedback with your thoughts comments suggestions about the illuminati please feel free to email us at strange matters podcast at gmail.com if you're listening to us on our website, please comment and let us know your thoughts about the Illuminati if we miss something or if you think that you know what the real story is behind the Illuminati. We'd love to hear from you. Or if you're a member, please let us know. Yeah, absolutely. We'd love to hear from any real members of the Illuminati. That would be super cool. And Get us some membership cards. Probably bring us a lot of legitimacy to our podcast. So. Yeah. That'd be pretty good. Sponsored by the Illuminati. Yeah. <laughs> 
Also, last call to our listeners. I'm collecting a bunch of myths, folklore, or and urban legends from all you listeners from all over the world. So if you have a local story, you know, whether it's a mystery or some type of fun urban legend, uh, send it in to us, and we will share it with you in our upcoming episode. Also, just a reminder that Strange Matters is a member of the Dark Myths Collective of Podcasts. And Dark Myths has a wide range of different podcasts. I mean, there's some that are similar to ours with dealing with mysteries and paranormal stuff. There's a few good history ones also, though. So once you're done listening to all of our episodes, and if you want something else fun to listen to, head over to darkmyths.org and check out the whole lineup. And finally, if you're listening to us on iTunes, please leave us a rating and review. It really helps us to you know, promote our podcast and let us know what we need to do better on. So until next time at Strange Matters Podcast, everybody have a good one. Take care, everybody.